Remember Brother Johnny and Sister Sandy in your prayers. Uh, lift them up. Uh, uh, where am I at? Uh, Eva Dodd, Rose, Todd and family, Sister Gail's great, great nephew, Dr. Bill Curry, Aubrey Bedford, Sister Lisa Buckner and her family, Brother Daniel and Sister Diane, uh, Brother Don Denson, son-in-law Lonnie, uh, Sister Dean, uh, McClaskey family, uh, Grandpa Roller, Madison, uh, my mom, and uh, I have hand surgery on the uh, 5th of June. Remember that, Brother uh, Mike Hoggard uh, has been, yesterday was having a real rough day. I had not checked on him today. He's doing better today, Netta said, so she's seen a post. Um, and so he's doing better, So, but continue to remember him in your prayers as well. As remember Sister Mary Jane, uh, Brother Junior, and uh, lifting all those our home uh, bounds in your prayers as well uh, our country the lost and our men and women in service so do uh, remember all of those and remember our graduates uh, this is graduation time and so do remember our graduates in your prayers also remember the white family uh, in your prayers With that will go to the lord in prayer and then we'll get into uh, the lesson this evening. Father, we thank you. We praise you, dear Lord, and we love you. We ask you, Father, forgive us, Lord, our sins and failures and help us, precious God, to magnify your name. Lord, I'm so thankful tonight for everything that you've done for us, for all the ways you've blessed us, dear God. Father, how that you protect us and keep us, Lord. Father, I pray tonight that we would seek you out, Father, just as your word said. Lord, that we would diligently uh, uh, follow you, precious God. Uh, we would just be about your business, Lord. Father, we pray that you would touch the hearts and souls of those that are uh, lost, dear God, and help them. Lord, we pray that you just touch their lives. Lord, we pray, Father, tonight for those that are sick and afflicted, that you would touch them. And Lord, that you would work in their lives the way that you desire to work, dear God. And help us, Lord, be mindful of that. And Lord, let us be uh, Father, uh, open to whatever it is that you desire to do. But Lord, we do pray, Father, for the healing of the body, dear God. We pray, Father, for those that are lost again. Just touch them, Lord, that they'd see their need for thee. Father, we pray now, draw us close to thee, one to another. And we'll give you glory, we'll give you praise, Father, in Jesus' holy name. And amen. Amen. Uh, John chapter 17 this evening. Uh, just going to spend a few minutes of time here. Uh, <clears throat> one of my favorite things when I think about Scripture is um, how that the Lord prayed for us. And sometimes it seems like, and I, and I don't want to say it's a struggle, but sometimes it is. It seems like uh, it's hard to pray. Uh, your mind, you, you, you think you're going to go to the Lord and you're going to pray about one thing and you end up praying about something else or other things just start coming in there and trying to basically distort your prayers or stop you from praying. Uh, I know for me, it, it seems like at times that uh, I, I just, I'm praying and the, the world collapses in. Everything that I could think of, uh, 
question or thought or whatever just just comes through there and um, I lose track of praying and I, I'm glad that the Lord did not lose track of praying for me and praying for us uh, and this world is going to be hard the longer we live in it uh, <clears throat> but on the same hand if the Lord can if the Lord is going to fulfill His Word, which I believe He will, He will see us through and we will be successful by turning to Him. But the more we stand for Him, the less this world is going to like us. And the more we stand upon His Word, uh, the more confrontation we're also going to find. And uh, But anyways, uh, not trying to go too far into that. And... Uh, John chapter 17, the Lord is praying for us, and so uh, he's praying for his disciples, and uh, he, he talks to the Father, basically, he's telling them um, what he already knows, and, and so forth, but then he, he gets down to verse 11, and he says, and now I am no more, now I am no more in the world but these are in the world. He's talking about the fact that he is fixing to be crucified. He will make his dissension and take hold of the keys of death and hell. And then he will make his ascension and he will stand after having presented himself the sacrifice unto God. He will stand there then as our mediator and as our intercessor. And so he's not gonna be in the world. Uh, he told his disciples a little while he was in the world, and then they would see him no more. Uh, and uh, they, you know, have a hard time understanding this. But yet Jesus knows that he is going to return to the Father. And the way that he prays for us is, is really vital because even though he's returning to the Father, he's not leaving us without comfort. He's not leaving us without hope. He's not leaving us without his presence to be felt. Uh, we know this because the Holy Ghost is going to come. He's going to come and live within our lives. He's going to help us. He's going to be our comforter. He's going to be our guide. He's also going to be our reprover. Uh, and we look at this, but as we're looking at this, he says, now I am no more in the world, but these are in the world. I am come to thee. Holy Father, keep through thy own name, those which thou hast given me, that they may be one as we are. And, you know, the, the, the thing today is there's so much division in the body of Christ, and there really shouldn't be, uh, but it's caused by man. It's been caused by the devil himself. Uh, he wants to keep us divided because united we are strong. And uh, you think about this, you know, uh, the the more determined we are to serve God, the more united we are in service to God, uh, the stronger we do become. And the devil doesn't like that. Uh, but anyways, he said uh, that, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, we may be one as he is. And, and so we, we are uh, one in the Lord with him, not that we are God, but we are united to him through Christ Jesus. He said, while I was yet with them, while I was with them in the world, I kept them in thy name. Those that thou hast given me, I have kept, and none of them is lost, 
uh, but the son of perdition, that the scriptures might be fulfilled. And we knew Judas was going to portray him, from, or he knew, we didn't know that, uh, but he knew that Judas would portray him from the beginning. And so the rest uh, he, he kept, he, he, you know, they were there. Uh, he loved them. He nurtured them. He strengthened them. He challenged them. He rebuked them. Uh, he corrected them, but he grew them. And so he said, and now, uh, and now come I to thee and these things I spake in the world that they might have my joy fulfilled in them. Remember Jesus said that he, uh, come that we might have joy and have it more or have life and have it more abundantly, abundantly and that his joy he gave us, uh, that our joy might be full. His desires is that we do have a full joy. And I would just be honest with you. Um, when you're grounded in Christ and you're serving, you're walking, you're fellowshipping, uh, and through, through prayer, through uh, meditation, through song, there is great joy in that. And there's a lot of strength in that joy because that joy supersedes the joy that, that you'd get from the world because the joy of the Lord, what the Bible says, is our strength. And we need to be strengthened in that. Uh, so the closer we are to him, the stronger our joy is. The stronger our joy is, the stronger we are. Happy people uh, want to spread happiness and joy. Um, that's what he came here. He said, I give them thy, I gave, I have, I have given them thy word. I love this. He was the word, is the word, but also we've got the, the written word that he gave. But look at what it said. I give them thy word, talking about his disciples and the world hated them because they are not of the world, even as I am not of the world. If we live according to the word of the Lord, if we live according to the scriptures, uh, we're going to find that the world uh, does not like us. And I will be honest with you, the further I've gone in life, uh, the more uh, I've studied, the, the closer I try to get to God, which I could do a whole lot better job of, um, the, less, the less I like this old world, you know. That song is true. This world is not my home. I'm just a passing through. Uh, my treasures are laid up somewhere beyond the blue. What do we know? John, Matthew 5, Matthew 6, 33. Lay not, but seek you first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. All these things shall be added unto you. Why? Because we're not laying up treasures upon the earth. We're laying them up in heaven. And so we're laying these things up, not for the world. And the world doesn't like us because we don't look like them. We don't think like them. We don't talk like them. We don't walk like them. And therefore, in their discomfort, because we are trying to uh, follow the Lord Jesus Christ, we become uh, enemies. And just to be honest with you, uh, to be an enemy of the world puts me at friendship and service and love towards God. Uh, to be a uh, enemy, to be a friend of this world puts me at enmity with God. So if I'm not being friendly to this world because I'm following the Lord, I'm a lot better off if the world don't like me. I'd rather have the world upset with me than to have God upset with me. He goes, I pray not that thou should take them out. And I use this scripture a lot right here, that thou should take them out of the world, but thou should keep them from the evil. So this world is full of even, of evil. There's a present evil in this world that is uh, 
probably far greater than we even comprehend a lot of times. And I'm so thankful that we've got God there to protect us, as he said in Ephesians 6, you know, put on the full armor, the whole armor of God. Um, we, we don't even comprehend probably just how bad it could be, uh, but what the Lord has promised and done for us and how he's protected us in scripture. Our daily lives are not simply uh, happening. They are guided. If we trust the Lord Jesus Christ, they're guided, uh, but they're also protected. Uh, he's got his hand over us. We, we can't see. There's an old song out that says the unseen hand. I'm guided by the unseen hand. Uh, and I know his hand leads me, uh, but, but it, through the word of God, through the word which he's given me, I've learned how to uh, separate myself from the world. I, I need to do a better job again of these things, but being able to know that I am not in, I'm not of this world because I'm, I'm his. I'm not staying in this world because I'm his. Uh, this world is not my final destination because I'm his. Uh, and so we as Christians have a great hope and a great uh life that is ahead of us. This life we have here is temporary, but the life that we'll have uh, after we leave this walk of life is eternal. And as a child of God, we've got so much to look forward to. We don't know just exactly what all it is. Um, we got a little glimpse of it in the Bible, but even in that, uh, there was things that, the, that they were not allowed to tell us. And, and so what a wonderful thing to think about that at the end of our days here, as Christians, as hard as it can be, and then yet as joyful as it is because of Jesus uh, and having his word, uh, it's, it's just nothing compared to what lies ahead and the great joy that we're going to have there. Uh, but the world doesn't like you. And if you allow the word of God to get into you and really begin to work in your life, to uh, let it sink in to where you know, you can stop and you can pause through the day and you can meditate on it. You can think about it. You can encourage yourself with it at times. Um, you use it for defense. Uh, it, it's just a blessing there to, to have. And again, you know, uh, the more of it that is in us, the closer we are to the Lord, the, the better our life really truly is uh, in this world. Uh, while we're in here for a temporary while, uh, says they were not of the world, even as I'm not of the world. Uh, when you put your faith and your trust in the Lord Jesus Christ, you've separated yourself out. Remember, set not your affections on the things of the earth, but on the things in heaven. Uh, we are to lay up our treasures in heaven. We're to desire to be where the Lord is. Uh, a thousand years is one day with the Lord, and a thousand, one day is a thousand years. Uh, we have no comprehension of time there, and it's a day without end. I'm just thankful tonight uh, for that. But when we become Christians, we're no longer uh, part of this world. We're in the world, but not part of the world. In other words, the world uh, does not control us. We want to follow the Lord Jesus Christ. We want to serve him. I'm glad that he allows that to me. Verse 17, sanctify them through thy truth. I use this scripture a lot. Thy word is truth. And I will just say this, this evening, as the thing about this Bible is so valuable to us in our daily walk, in our daily lives. It is uh, more valuable to us than, than anything else. And I will say that it's more valuable than breath. Uh, without it, 
Uh, we don't understand that the breath that we breathe comes from God. The ability to breathe that breath comes from God. Uh, the fact that it's clean enough for us to uh, use and it goes through our system and comes out properly is is because of God. Um, and so, you know, I'm thankful. And when he says, sanctify them through thy truth and, and then tells me what his truth is, thy word is truth. I'm glad that he gave us the truth that we might be able to live and know who he is. He did not just say, figure it out on your own. He He gave us his word. He gave us the mind so that we could understand. Realize this, there are some today that do not understand because uh, he's, he's, he's blinded their eyes, lest they should, should see and understand the gospel. But there's coming a time when their eyes will be open, just like when they was on the, uh, uh, on the, uh, Der Jericho row, um, when he met up with the disciples and just forgive me, my mind is gone, but, but, he, uh, he met up with the disciples on the way to Emmaus and he, talked to them and they could not see who he was. And yet before he disappeared, he opened their eyes that they could see and they understood they were talking with the Lord. And, you know, it's the same way today. There are some there, but then there's the other side of people who don't see. And that's because they're blinded uh, by the God of this world. They're blinded uh, by the devil. And, and he does not want them to see. He does not want them to see the truth. But I'll just tell you, uh, we've got the word of God and it's the truth. It tells us how we should live, how we should uh, walk, how we should talk. It tells us how we should commune. Uh, I mean, it's just, it's there. And the beautiful thing of it is, is his, his word, the Bible says, his commandments are not grievous. Uh, they're not to uh, destroy us. They're not to tear us apart, but rather they're to encourage us and lift us up. Uh, and, and in this, we find that we can live the right way because the word of truth is written in a way that you and I can understand. It's just like I'm reading tonight. My eyes ain't focusing real good and I have to back up a little bit, but my mind is understanding and my heart is understanding. And so I know that if I'm reading the word of God and I will live by this word, it's not going to leave me wrong it's going to lead me right. And again, it's going to bring to me joy. It's going to bring to me happiness. It's going to bring to me fulfillment, uh, all these things because of who Christ is, but it also will bring to me correction. Uh, it will bring to me reproof. Uh, and if necessary, it will bring to me rebuke because God's word is going to be right. It's the solid, solid foundation uh, for you and I to stand. Uh, it's the path for you and I to walk. It's the light for you and I to see, and it's the clarity for you and I to hear. And so we've got this word that we can go through life and look in. He says, as thou hast sent me into the world, even so I have sent them also, or also sent them into the world. So we're not removed, uh, but we're, we're sent, we're to guide, we're to influence people. Uh, Matthew 5, 16, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. Uh, we're, you know, a, a light that is set on a, uh, a city that's set up on a hill cannot be hid. 
we, we look at these things here in the scriptures. We are sent into the world to be an influence for the Lord, uh, to be a witness for the Lord, to be a testimony for the Lord, uh, to point people to the Lord, uh, to try to pull people out of this world. And, and I say all the time, you know, uh, someone will pull you down faster than you can pull them up uh, if you try to appease them. But if you just go deliver the word of God, the word of truth to them, uh, you are casting out the lifeline. You are showing them the way of righteousness. You're un giving them the understanding of truth, uh, the possibility of change. And when I say possibility, it's because they have to make that decision to change. They have to make that decision to accept the Lord Jesus Christ and follow him. Uh, so we're sent to the world and to the world to be a testimony for the Lord Jesus Christ. And while we are here, let's be light and let's be salt. I, I think about the scripture in the book of Revelations uh, chapter three. He says, because thou art lukewarm and neither cold nor hot, I will spew thee out of my mouth. Uh, I want to be on fire for the Lord is so to say, I want to be hot. I want to be close. I want to be doing what's right. I want to be hanging on. And uh, as I, I said before, I said again, I know I can do a better job. I know I can. And so I desire to do that. I want to be better. Um, we get into our lifetime stances or life circumstances sometimes. And when we do, we just begin to become stale if we're not careful there and just satisfied uh, we need to we need to draw and we need to clean and we need to fight uh, to be closer to the Lord and not go uh, stagnant or stale there. And so he says, uh, and for thy sake I sanctify myself that they also might be sanctified through the truth. And so the Lord offers himself a sacrifice. He is obedient unto the death of the cross. He follows the Father with all of his heart. Uh, he, he is just absolute, uh, perfect and holy and righteous. And he says, for, thy, for their sakes, for, for you and for I, he's done all that he was asked to do of the Father. He, he, he knew what was coming ahead. We, we understand the Garden of Gethsemane. Uh, we understand the prayer. Of, of Lord, if it be thy will, let this cup pass from me. But nevertheless, not my will, but thy been, you know, and he asked his father, he asked God if it could be another way, but he understood that there was not because from the foundation of the earth, but the Bible records that he in the flesh there felt that which was coming and asked, you know, that just like you and I would, but yet obedient unto death, he told us to be. He showed us the example of being obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. And he died for your sins and for my sins. He died that we would be victorious over death, hell, and the grave because he's victorious over it. Uh, in the death and burial and his resurrection, he become triumph. And therefore, you and I can be triumph. Uh, who is he that overcometh the world? Even that he that believeth on Jesus Christ. And so you and I believing on him, why? Because he has overcome the world. I love that passage. Be of good cheer for I have overcome the world. Uh, and so we can be overcomers too by putting our faith and our trust 
in him. Then he says in verse 21, neither pray I for these only, but for them also which shall believe on me through their word. So when I've been talking this whole time up through here about you know how it applies to you and I, that's, that's how come we know that it applies to you and I. The word tells us right there, uh, neither pray I for these alone, but for them also which shall believe on me through their word. And so we have the Bible, the sure word of testimony. That's what taught me how to fear. Uh, it's what's teaching me how to walk and how to live. And I just praise God for it. And I'm so glad that that day when Jesus was praying, he was praying for me. He was praying for you. And it gives us example that we ought to pray one for another. And I'll tell you, uh, I know me and Netta have been watching a certain preacher and he talks about prayer constantly. And, and it's true. We, we just got to seek the Lord more. Uh, we've got to seek him more often. Uh, and you know what? The Bible tells us the fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much, not a little, but much. And so we need to be fervent in our prayer, uh, seeking the Lord with our whole heart, following him, honoring him, and glorifying him. Uh, with that tonight, we're going to close and we'll go to the Lord in prayer. Father, this evening, thanking you again, Lord, for your love and your mercy. Thanking you, dear God, for the blessings you give us. Thanking you, Lord, for your word. Father, I thank you tonight uh, for the ability to read it, to understand it, dear God, and then to share it as well. Father, thank you for those, Lord, who have a desire to live and fulfill your word in their lives, dear God. And Lord, I just pray now, help us, Father, that we pray as we go throughout the remainder of this week, Lord. Uh, keep us safe and protect us in thine hands that we'll be together again at the next appointed time, if it be your will. And if not, dear God, we pray, Lord, help us, Father, to be ready, that we might be, uh, Father, with thee, Lord, and that those who might come after us, dear God, uh, Father, we know, Lord, by faith and grace in you, uh, Father, we'll reach that heavenly home. And so we do thank you, Lord, tonight. We just ask you, Father, have your way in our hearts and we'll give you glory and precious in the precious holy name of Christ Jesus. And amen, amen. God bless you. Uh, we love you and we hope to see you again if the Lord wills.